Hey, welcome to the Transforming Life Church podcast. We hope this encourages you and inspires you in your journey with Christ. So sit back, relax, and check out this week's message. Hey everyone, welcome this morning. Thanks so much for tuning in today, uh, whether you're watching on Facebook or, or YouTube. Um, if we don't know each other yet, my name is Kyle. I'm the lead pastor here at Transforming Life Church. Uh, in fact, if you are uh, new here today and maybe you haven't watched before, uh, I'm going to put a comment up right now that says new here. And if you could like that comment, um, I would love to be able to connect with you, follow up with you from that. Um, if you are watching out there today, won't you let us know you're watching from wherever that is. Um, maybe you're watching on Facebook down in the comment section once you go ahead and put a smiley face emoji or or a thumbs up or or just something to let us know you're there or even if if you're on YouTube this morning you're watching that or later on you're watching that uh, let us know you're watching uh, some of y'all are ghost watchers right you, you're lurking in the shadows we don't even know you're there so let us know you're there either by just saying hey or, or again one of those fun emojis or just throughout this message just kind of chiming in and and either saying uh, amen or uh, or just something let us know uh, that you're there uh, today. Hey, in the past few weeks, if you haven't been with us, we've been in a series called Reboot uh, to help some of the negative thinking that we have uh, at times, whether it's negative thinking about ourselves or about others or about the situation, um, situations that we find ourselves in, because most of life's battles are won or lost uh, in the mind. Um, the life you have is a reflection of the thoughts that you think. Oftentimes, what comes into your mind uh, can come out in, in your life. And, and maybe, like I said, maybe today you're dealing with some of those negative thoughts with everything that's going on right now uh, with the, the virus situation, the stay at home, and a lot of people are dealing with a lot of different things. Maybe right now you're dealing with some negative thoughts and, uh, and maybe you need a reboot uh, this morning uh, when it comes to your mind and your thought life. Because here's the thing, your life will always move in the direction of your strongest thoughts. But what are your strongest thoughts this morning, how can we help you reboot that uh, today? Now, I know I mentioned the, the, the virus and the stay at home thing and all that. Uh, so I know many of you have, uh, have stockpiled some snacks or maybe you've gone through all those snacks. But if you have kids, parents, where are you at this morning? Uh, you know that they're constantly wanting to eat. Uh, you could have just fed them breakfast and an hour later it's like, Mommy, I'm hungry. It's like, no, you're not. You're just bored. Come on, parents. You hear me? You hear what I'm saying this morning? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and then you might get something, or maybe you're even like this. You look in the pantry. There's food there. You look in the fridge. There's food there. But it's like, ah, oh, there's nothing to eat. Well, there is stuff to eat there, right? Uh, your kids may have said that. Like I said, you may have said that. But there is stuff to eat. It's just not really what you're feeling or what you want uh, right now. But don't we do that sometimes in our mind. The way that we see things is the way we want to see them, but maybe it's not the way that we should be seeing them. And so I want to help you out a little bit uh, with that uh, today. It's the whole glass half full, half empty kind of situation. How, how are you looking at life? How are you looking at things? How are you looking at people? Um, are you considering God in all of that? What, what is God wanting to show you through all of this that we're going through right now? What is God wanting to, to, to uh, grow in you and grow you through uh, in your life today with the things that we face? So how, how do you look at life? How do you look at life when good times happen, when, when bad times happen, the mountain high, the valley low? How do you look at life? What is your perception of people and, and, uh, and even yourself or, or situations that, that you might face? I want to help you fix your frame uh, today. 
I want to help you to fix your frame. I want to help you, uh, you know, fix that perspective and how you're viewing things and how you're viewing people or even uh, yourself today. The last few weeks, we've kind of talked about how our thinking and, and our experiences, they, they shape these neural pathways in, in our brain. And the more that we think a thought, whether it's good or bad, the easier it is to, to think that and to go down that pathway. And if we're not careful, we can develop what's called cognitive uh, bias, right? And what that is, is a mistake in reasoning based on personal preference or belief. In other words, it, it uh, creates this frame or this filter that now you are looking through at everything, everyone, even uh, yourself. That's why people will respond differently to the same situation. When I was in, uh, when I was in second grade, I had to start wearing glasses. I noticed that the, the chalkboard was not clear and um, I had to start wearing glasses, but I didn't want to wear them. I, I was worried about what, what people might think about me. Nowadays, you know, glasses are like a fashion statement and people wear them and they don't need to be wearing them. They're, they're just fake, but they do it to look cool, I guess. But, um, but back then I, I thought people would make fun of me and I didn't want to wear the glasses. And so I didn't really care whether I could see the board or not. In fact, all through second grade, I didn't really wear them. It was third grade that I had to start really, really wearing them. But, uh, but I, didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care. I, I, just, I was more worried about the, the wrong thing. And sometimes we do that. And again, that's why uh, you know, two different people can look at something uh, differently. It's not the facts that are different. It's the way that they're looking at things. It's their frame and how they're framing it. So, for instance, if someone um, gives you feedback and you take that feedback, you're like, oh, wow, you're thankful. Thank you, know, thank you for that. I, I'm going I'm to use this. I'm going to try to get better. I'm going to try to grow. But a different person might look at feedback as, as being offensive. Oh, you're trying to, trying to tell me what to do. And, and, and people can take offense uh, with the same feedback, right? You may know some people that I don't like that. Maybe you grew up and it, it felt like, man, my parents just, they seem like they're so impossible to please. So you felt like you had to be like perfect uh, growing up. And maybe you're still dealing with some of that uh, today. How, how are you framing that? Maybe it wasn't that they were hard to please. Maybe they were just looking out for you and trying to do what's best for you. Um, maybe you grew up and, and maybe your parents were very involved, but you looked at as that they were smothering you and they were, they were too demanding on you. Uh, spouses out there, maybe maybe you've got a honeydew list and it's legit things that need to be done, but you're looking at it as, man, they're just nagging me, right? Um, don't get in any arguments right now where if you're watching with your spouse today. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's all about how you frame it. Maybe you've, maybe you've been struggling in life and people tried to come alongside you and to help you and you just weren't feeling that. You felt like they were judging you and, and you just needed to do it on your own. How, how, you know, how are you framing those things? It may not be uh, really what it is. It's just how you, are, how you are seeing it. Maybe today you need to fix your frame, how you're viewing things, how you're viewing life, how you're viewing the situations and things that you are going through. Uh, maybe you need to reframe Maybe you need to rephrase some things, create a, a different way of looking at a situation, a person, or a relationship. And maybe you need to reframe some things because you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you frame it. There's a lot of things that happen to us we have no control over, and we can, we can, we can let it affect our life, or we can frame it the right way. And certainly we can look to God to help uh, shape what He wants done in those times in, in our life. Um, when I was growing up, I played basketball. And, um, and I remember when I first started playing, I was super nervous and super shy and, and, um, and I would get out there and I, I just wasn't confident. And so if I went to take a shot, I would either overthink it and not make a good shot or, or I'd end up just passing the ball away and, and just psych myself out. 
And so I tried to work on that at home. I tried to work on my shot to where I, I knew, man, if I get set or if I get in my spot, I, I'm going to hit it every time. And, and so I developed that confidence and to the point where in a game, if, if I got the ball and I got my feet set, I took the shot and, and I didn't think about it. I just did it. Uh, I tell my, my son that when he's playing baseball and he gets up to bat. I say, son, don't think about it. Just swing the bat. Keep your eye on the ball. And, and hit the ball. And, uh, and I think a lot of times we do that in our life. We, we, we analyze things too much and we think through things too much and we certainly don't pray uh, nearly enough about uh, the things that we go through. And, and I believe God wants to help you reframe some things in your life uh, today. Consider Paul. We've been talking about Paul over the past couple weeks and and um, Paul's helping all these little churches. We, we've looked at, at Corinthians and, and Philippians, and we've looked at these different churches that Paul is involved in. And he's really uh, trying to give them some great wisdom for going closer to God and, and really kind of fighting through some of the struggles that he's faced in his life. And, and uh, if you remember last couple of weeks, we talked about how he said we, we were given power uh, to, to take down every stronghold and to take every uh, thought captive that comes into our, our minds. And, and so here we find Paul in, um, in Philippians, at the beginning of Philippians chapter 1. Uh, last week we looked at Philippians 4 where Paul says to think on uh, whatever is pure, noble, just. Um, think on all these things. Fix our thoughts on uh, those things. And, and we need to understand that when Paul is writing that, and here all through Philippians, he's writing a letter from prison. See, Paul had dreamed of going to Rome to preach, to share the gospel. And on his way to preach, he finds himself in prison. He's arrested and thrown into prison. But I don't know if you can relate to Paul today in that regard. And maybe you were doing something or on your way to get something done and it just didn't play out the way you thought it should. Maybe you worked hard to get that degree. And now you've ended up in a job that you're overqualified for, not even in the same field that your degree is in, right? Uh, maybe you were uh, honoring God while you were dating and you married your sweetheart only to get divorced to them later on. Uh, maybe at this point in life you were expecting something different, maybe even something better, and it didn't play out the way you thought it should, right? Maybe you can relate to Paul. Paul was on his way to preach, but he ended up in prison. So Philippians chapter 1. Verses 12 through 13, uh, he doesn't respond the way that maybe we would. You know, he doesn't go into this and he could have easily uh, been upset and been frustrated. He could have easily said something like this. Now, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me really sucks. I hate it. This, this, is, this is garbage. I, I don't even know why I'm here, right? As a result of the hell I've been through, I am giving up this ministry life. I'm done. I'm tired of being told, no, I can't do this. I'm tired of being thrown in prison. I'm, I'm tired of being persecuted. I, I am done. Uh, this is my last letter to you. Uh, good luck. God bless. Godspeed. I'm, I'm just, I'm done with this, this missionary work, this, this ministry uh, work. I'm done. But he doesn't do that, does he? He says in Philippians 1, 12 through 13, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. See how he is framing this. He is looking at things with an eternal mindset. He is looking at this through the lens of the gospel and, and how he can reach people, even in the craziest of situations. He goes on to say, as a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains uh, for Christ. Look at how he's responding to this situation, right? He doesn't go out there and do a group text and, uh, hey church, um, it's me, Paul, you know, uh, pray for me. I'm really struggling, really going through it. 
it got me here in prison. I was on my way to preach, and now I'm in prison, and man, the food is terrible. It is, it, it is the worst, right? There's rats here. I share a bed with rats. Uh, it's disgusting. Um, there's something moist on the ground. Not sure what that is, right? Um, you know, the, the guards stink. They don't, they don't really bathe. I might be executed. There's talks about that. Uh, man, I just really hate my life right now. And I don't know if you've ever faced the situation where it just sucked and you just kept on and on and on about how bad it was. And, or we can reframe it in a similar way that Paul does. What most people would think is a bad situation, Paul reframed it as good. He was chained to a Roman guard, likely, in that jail cell. So for probably eight hours, he's chained to a guard, and then they switch out every eight hours. And Paul's like, listen, I was on the way to preach. I'm going to still preach. So they got me chained to this guard. I've got a captive audience. So I'm going to share my story with them. I'm going to share about the goodness of God with this Roman soldier. I'm going to tell them about Jesus. And he looks at this as an opportunity. See, they thought they had a prisoner, but they forgot they had a preacher. Come on, I wish you were right here in this room with me to shout. They thought they had a prisoner um, and forgot they had a preacher. See, the devil, he wants to keep reminding you of your sin. He wants you to stay stuck in that, but he forgets that you've been saved. Sometimes you forget that you've been saved, set free by the Savior. Come on, this morning, you might only see your struggle, but don't forget that that same struggle will strengthen you. Come on, church, you might go through a test, but don't forget that that test leads to a testimony. How are you framing things? How are you framing things? How are you looking at things? How are you viewing the things that you go through in your life? How are you viewing the people that you interact with in your life? How are you viewing yourself? How are you framing things? And it doesn't end there. Uh, not only is Paul able to minister even in that crazy situation, he goes on to say in verse 14 of Philippians 1, Because of my chains, most of my brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. Right. He's like, you know, because of my chains, uh, I, I'm going to use this. He's like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm just bound up. I'm just I'm stuck. I can't can't do anything. You know, he looked at what what can I do right where I'm at? What can God, what do you want me uh, to do? And maybe you need to ask those same questions in your life today. God, what what can I do right now? I feel like I'm stuck. God, what what do what do I do in this moment? How do I reframe this? And, and he just looked at, at, at this as an opportunity to God to use him where he was at. And not only did he able, was he able to minister to others, but it encouraged the church around him. They said, hey, listen, if Paul, uh, if he can minister and continue the work of the Lord, even in prison, then, then what, what can we do, right? And, and we can do that uh, even more. Right? Paul reframed his situation. He saw his chains as a chance. He saw his chains as a chance, as an opportunity for God to get glory and for people to come to know him. How are you framing things? Maybe you need to reframe your story or reframe your relationships. Here's how you do that, right? Uh, the first thing is this. Thank God for what didn't happen. You want to start reshaping some of your thoughts and how you're viewing things? Thank God for what didn't happen. Maybe, maybe it ended up not so well. Maybe it ended up in a, in a way that you thought uh, it shouldn't have, but, but maybe it wasn't as bad as it seemed, right? You might have studied so hard for that test, for that exam. You studied and studied and you still got a D on it, right? Um, well, it could have been worse. You could have got an F. Now, I know a D is not great, but you, you didn't fail all the way, right? Um, 
Now, if you didn't study, uh, that's that's a whole different story. Maybe you deserve that. But uh, but hey, maybe you missed that deadline at work, and and so you you didn't get the bonus you were kind of hoping for. But hey, you still have a job. You know how how are you framing things that you go through? You got in a car wreck, right? And maybe it busted your car up really bad. It's got to be in the shop for months and a lot of, a lot of damage, a lot of repairs. It's going to be expensive. But hey, everyone uh, was okay. You're still alive, right? It's all about perspective. It's all about how you are shaping things. Maybe your flight got delayed. None of us like that. No one likes their flight delayed. No one likes their flight canceled. But maybe it got delayed or canceled because there were, uh, there were problems with the plane. Well, at least they discovered that on the ground and not in the air, right? That would be really bad. How are you framing things? And the whole scheme of things, maybe what you're going through is, is, is completely different than what you are seeing. If we're not careful, we can allow the way we frame things in our mind to affect how we live our life and certainly how we are in our relationship with God. How are we viewing God? How are we looking through the lens uh, or are we looking through the lens of the Holy Spirit and filtering things through the Holy Spirit and, and looking uh, at things in light of, of eternity? Are we even considering that or we're we just so focused on how we feel in a particular moment? Maybe we need to just go to God in those times when we begin to feel overwhelmed or we begin to see things a different way and just say, God, God, what, what can I learn in this moment? God, what can I learn through this season of life? I don't like it, God. I don't really like what I'm going through, but God, how can you get glory? How can I be used by you? How can, um, how can I grow? What can I learn through even bad situations? So maybe instead of complaining and framing things in a negative way, we just need to stop and pray and ask God, God, what can I learn through this season? Um, the next thing is maybe you need to practice pre-framing. Maybe you need to practice pre-framing. In other words, how are you looking ahead to things? Um, I used to uh, create these scenarios in my head uh, before things ever even happened. And I would find myself getting all worked up and anxious and upset and mad and, and miserable before something ever even played out or even happened. How, how are you shaping what um, you, you're going to experience, right? You might look at something and think, oh God, this is going to be, this is going to be so hard. It's going to be so much work. I don't, I don't want to do it. And you're already getting tired before you even jump into it. Instead of looking at, hey, you know what? This is going to be hard, but man, I'm up for a challenge. I'm up to be stretched. I'm up to, to learn something different, new. Yeah, it's going to be hard work. You know what? Uh, we, we, um, we all are here because of, of generations before us and their uh, hard work, blood, sweat, and tears. And I think we need a little bit of that here in the world today. What do you think, guys? But yeah, yeah, how are you framing things? Maybe, maybe it's like, oh, I can't stand doing this stuff. You know, the family is dragging me out here. Well, well instead of being negative about it, instead of being a negative Nancy, right? Uh, why don't you think, hey, you know, I don't want to do this, but I get to spend time with my family. How are you framing things? Uh, guys, maybe your spouse is wanting to watch that chick flick. And yeah, I know you don't like it. I don't like them either. Haley, Haley's had me watching some old films. We watched uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's the other night and, and another movie. And uh, I didn't really want to watch it, but I knew she really did. And it was time spent uh, with my spouse. How are you framing? How are you framing things? What you believe determines how you'll behave. What you believe determines how you behave. Uh, what goes into your mind often comes out into your life. Uh, man, when I asked Haley to go on that first date with me, I could have easily been like, oh gosh, what if she says no? Oh man, what, what, if, I, what if I just do terrible on this first date? She never wants to go out with me uh, again. I can't, I can't deal with rejection, so I'm just not going to ask her out at all. 
Uh, but, but I did and I asked her out and I said, Hey, whatever happens happens. And I'm thankful she said yes to that first date and, and to a second date and a fourth and fifth and many other dates after that. I'm thankful she said yes. When I got down on one knee at Clearwater beach and asked her to marry me. And now we've got a, a home and two kids and a dog uh, later and about to celebrate 11 years of marriage in June. And, and I'm thankful that, that I went through that, right? Cause what you believe is how you're going to behave, right? And so what, what are some things in your life that maybe you need to pre-frame? Uh, I've been watching this, this documentary that ESPN has recently released on the, um, the late 90s uh, Bulls team, the Chicago Bulls basketball. And uh, so, of course, Michael Jordan, one of the greatest basketball players of all time, one of my favorite players, um, he, he's a big part of this uh, documentary. And um, he was cut from his varsity uh, basketball team in high school in his sophomore year. Um, he was cut, but he, he was just sent down to JV, so it wasn't like he was kicked off the team or anything. But he was cut from his varsity team. He could have easily thought, you know what, this is it. I don't want to do this anymore. But he actually used it as fuel to get better. Uh, he's quoted as saying, hey, I pictured uh, my name not on that list, uh, on that roster in the locker room. So I used that as fuel. And he got better. And he actually grew four inches over the summer before his junior year. And he got bigger, better, and stronger and never looked back after that. Can you imagine if he would have used that and said, you know what, I'm, just, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to face rejection like that. Uh, again, we, we may have missed out on one of the greatest players of all time. How are you looking at things? What you believe determines how you will behave. Are you always noticing and then pointing out the negative? How are you framing things? Won't you pray through that? Won't you see God in those moments and say, God, I don't like how I'm thinking. I don't, I don't like how I'm, how I'm viewing people and myself or things. God, what, what do I need to see? And, and, and talk to God and let the Holy Spirit minister to you in those moments. To fix your frame, you may need to look for the goodness of God. Look for God's goodness in everything. Even when things don't look good, God is still good. So why don't you look for the goodness of God in everything? Because here's the deal. You're going to find what you're looking for, whether good or bad. If you're always looking for the negative, if you're always pointing out the negative and always pointing out challenges and always pointing out the bad, then yeah, you're going to find that. Yeah, you're going to find that, right? But if you want to see the good, you want to see the positive, you want to see opportunities, and you, you will find that as well. Maybe today you find yourself... Um, in some situations, especially with all this that's going on around, around the world. But, but maybe you're facing unemployment. Maybe even before all this was going on, maybe you were having family uh, problems and your marriage was struggling. Or, or maybe growing up you faced some difficult things, abuse. Or, or maybe you're dealing with a sickness today or whatever it might be. Uh, how, how, are you, how are you shaping things? I want to be very careful with that because those are very difficult uh, situations to be in. But, but how are you viewing things? How are, you, how are you shaping that in, in your mind? Are you praying through that? Are you seeking God in, in those times? Here, I want, I want you to allow God, allow Jesus, allow the Holy Spirit to help you decide how to see in those moments, right? Come on, if he is still good, if God is still good, if he's still in control, if, if God is for us and not against us, if he's going to be the, the good shepherd and he's going to be with us and we shall not fear, come on, if he's working all things together for our good, um, then, then, then he will be right there with you. He'll let him help you decide how to frame things in your life. Begin to reject those unhealthy default frames. When we fail, when we mess up, when things don't go our way, reject those default frames that we often go to, that we're a loser, that we're a failure, right? That we're not good enough, right? right? Reject those. Take those thoughts captive by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Pray through that. Let Jesus help you decide how to see things. Oftentimes we interpret God through our circumstances, but we're supposed to interpret our circumstances through the goodness of God. Come on. Are you are things always going to go your way? No, they're not. We're not promised that, but we're promised that God will be with us every step of the way. God is still good. He will help you turn your struggle into strength. Come on. He, he will help turn your pain into praise and a purpose. Your trials, he will turn into triumph. Your chains, he will turn into a chance for him to get glory and for you to grow. Come on, if you don't know Jesus this morning as I get ready to wrap up, if you don't know Jesus today, maybe you need to invite him into your life. And allow him to begin to help you reframe some things you're thinking and, and reframe the things that you are going through in your life. Come on, this morning, if you don't know Jesus and you'd like to accept him, I'm going to put a comment down in the comment section that says, uh, would you like to accept Christ in your life today? And if you would like to do that, just like that comment. We'd love to be able to connect with you, follow up with you. And uh, give you some next steps of what to do uh, from there. But this morning, maybe you need some prayer. Maybe, maybe you're struggling with some of this. And, and maybe it's like, yeah, that sounds good. But how do I do that? And, and you'd like someone to pray with you or pray with you about anything. I know there's a lot going on right now. If you would like prayer for anything this morning, I'm going to put a comment down that says, would you like prayer? And if you would like prayer for anything, uh, like that comment and someone will follow up with you uh, to pray with you and to help maybe encourage you and walk you through some things. Uh, today. But let's reframe uh, our situations. Let's reframe how we're viewing life and viewing ourselves and viewing others. Uh, can we be like Paul this morning? Can we be like pa Paul faced a very difficult situation? He, he was on his way to do one thing and got derailed. I don't know if you've ever been derailed in your life before, but, but what has happened to you can actually serve to advance the gospel. What has happened to you actually can serve uh, to encourage someone else. What has happened to you can actually uh, strengthen you. It doesn't have to, to stall you or stop you, but it can strengthen you this morning. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you frame it. Come on, let's reframe our negative thoughts. Let's reframe the things that we've been through in our life. Let's seek God even in those bad moments. Those are the times when we need to lean into him even more. Will you trust him today? Let me pray with you. Jesus, we love you. God, we thank you so much for this day. God, I thank you that I don't have to have this, this battle going on in my mind. I don't have to lose that battle, Father. I, I can simply turn to you. I can take up the authority and the power that you give me. I can take every one of those thoughts captive. God, and I can see things the way that you want me to see them. God, I can see things as opportunities, Lord. They don't have to be problems, God, but they can be opportunities, Father, for me to grow, uh, for you to get glory and for us to reach others around us that may be dealing with similar things. So Father, right now, if there's anyone out there, they need to reframe their thinking. God, they need to reframe their minds, reboot their minds this morning. God, would you just minister to them? God, would your Holy Spirit just begin to stir and comfort uh, those that are watching today, Lord? Help us to reframe things and look at things uh, the way that you want us to today so that we can grow closer to you, Father, so that we can be used by you, God, so we can be the people you're calling us to be. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, God bless you. Thank you so much for watching today. Tune in throughout the week for more content, especially on Wednesday night as we have our midweek teaching. Uh, but feel free also to share this with uh, your friends and family. Maybe they can be encouraged by this today. But we love you. We miss you. Can't wait to see you soon. God bless. Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like more info about our church, if you'd like to make a donation to our ministry here at Transforming Life, go to www.tlchurchpc.com. 
www.thepastorsmarket.com. If you haven't been to our church yet, we would love to meet you. Come by for a life-changing experience. God bless.